Salutations, friend, and welcome to an episode of The Profit Scale. This is the podcast for consultants, experts, and service providers who are either already serving corporate clients or are transitioning towards it. This is the place where you can find tailored solutions to help you close your first, next, or biggest client yet. I'm your host and income strategist, RJ Connell. And if you're looking for expert strategies to help you build on your existing success, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Turn up the volume and lean in because we're about to get started. Salutations, friend. It's RJ here. And today we're diving into pitching. Now, instead of the usual, here's how to create a compelling pitch episode, I'm actually going to take a different approach to today's conversation and talk about three critical mistakes that are keeping you from getting a yes. Whether you're the one who crafts your pitches yourself or you're running an inside sales department with a team of sales representatives, these three critical mistakes can keep you on a cycle of rejections if you don't catch and correct them as soon as possible. Before we jump in, today's episode is brought to you by the Systems That Scale Experience, the premier consulting program for service-based entrepreneurs who serve corporate clients or are transitioning towards it. Friend, the Systems at Scale experience is bigger and better than ever. This consulting program is designed to position your business in three key areas. One, how to price your services for corporate contracts without leaving coins on the table. Two, how to pitch, negotiate, and close contracts with confidence. And three, how to retain corporate clients and keep your coins flowing consistently. It's designed for you, the entrepreneur who knows that working with other online entrepreneurs is frankly not paying the bills. Plus, you know that you're not serving at your full potential. And it's designed for you, the entrepreneur who's already working with corporate clients, but you need to turn your trickle of clients here and there into a predictable, steady flow of income. And lastly, if you're the entrepreneur who is lacking systems that are keeping your business and your bank account from growing at the rate that it could be, then friend, the Systems That Scale experience is for you. Now, let me be clear, Systems That Scale isn't for everyone. But if any one of these feelings apply or resonate with you, then the Systems That Scale experience is for you. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes or head over to rjcconsulting.com forward slash STS to learn more about the program and to apply. This is an application-based program with extremely limited spaces, and I would love for you to be a part of the last cohort of 2020. We're opening up one more time for the year in a few months, and I want you to be a part of that experience. Head over now to submit your application, and I will see you there, friend. All right, let's jump in. Let's start with the basics. Very simply put, pitching is essentially the art of identifying what you want and going after it. I like to think of it as aiming before you fire. The nature of pitching is that you're being proactive and specific in what you're aiming for and aligning your business systems and resources to actually attain it. Think about the position of a pitcher in a baseball game. Their goal is to retire the batter by preventing them from hitting the ball. Since their goal is clear, they now proactively execute that goal by focusing on aiming at the catcher every single time they throw the ball. This is the method that they use. 
all their techniques, their training, and their physical body work together to support that method, which then supports the goal. It's essentially the same thing when it comes to your business. The goal is to close corporate contracts. The means is communicating with your prospects in a very specific and strategic way. And the combination of the two is called pitching. Over the last few weeks, we've talked about the difference between working with corporate clients versus online entrepreneurs. And although they can both be considered B2B services, the methodologies behind each are very different. Like we spoke about last week, one of those differences is in your marketing strategy, pitching versus posting. When you're serving corporate B2B clients, the most common way to actively market your services is through pitching. It requires you to be clear on who and what your target is, then to align your internal systems, that being your team and your communication, towards hitting it. More commonly in the online world, you market to the masses and then filter to people who are serious about working with you later. In other words, you fire and then you aim. It takes a lot more time, energy, resources, and patience to operate that way. And more importantly, if your ideal clients are corporations, it's not the right strategy for you. That being said, let's say you're like, RJ, I get it. I know how important pitching is. I've been sending out pitches. I've been consistent and I'm just not getting any responses. And when I do, I usually get a straight up no. Well, friend, let me help you out. Before I was a corporate sales trainer, I started off as an inside sales representative, meaning all day, every day I was researching and pitching, but just like you, I wasn't getting a lot of responses. And when I did, there were more no's than there were yeses. So I started to think I must be doing something wrong because on the days when my emails and phone calls actually got answered, the rejections were flowing like a steady stream. (laughs) So I needed to change something. I started paying attention to the specific things I did when I got a yes versus what I did when I got a no, and I narrowed it down to these three things. These are the critical mistakes that you might be making that are keeping you from closing contracts. Mistake number one was not asking for feedback. In other words, when people said that they didn't need our services, I started asking, why not? I started digging deeper and having conversations that would not only help me understand what was important to the prospect, but also what made them say yes or no to a vendor in general, not just me. I asked questions like, what aspects of the services your current vendors provide do you really like? What are some of the features that are important to your company? What is typically the best time to pitch for a contract like this in the future? And what can I do differently to improve my chances with a similar contract in the future? The process of taking the time to ask these questions and then actually implementing their feedback into my process made a significant difference in my pitching. And this simple strategy will make a huge difference for you if you're consistently hearing no as well. Not every prospect will be willing to answer these questions for you, and that's okay, but you should still ask every time. Understanding what leads to a no is just as important as understanding what leads to a yes. When I implemented this strategy, I started getting responses more frequently, and I nearly doubled my yes rate, which is why I still use the same strategy now when I pitch in my own business. The reason this strategy works so effectively is because you're hearing directly from the people that you actually want to serve, and as a result, you're able to customize your pitches toward them specifically. You'll likely notice the biggest difference in your response rates, particularly when you follow up with those same prospects. Which brings me to mistake number two, not following up with prospects. 
Following up with the same people who told you no in the past can turn that no into a yes down the road. And I know, I know, you might feel uncomfortable following up because it feels like you're bothering someone after they've already said no. But that all depends on the how and the when when it comes to your follow-up. So let me say this. Following up with your pitch is mandatory. It's non-negotiable. And you have to approach it with the same confidence and the same energy as your initial pitch, but from a different perspective. I teach a very specific follow-up sequence to clients who go through the Systems at Scale experience. And part of that is incorporating the feedback that you now have from correcting mistake number one. You now have specific information about what will help lead to a yes in your next pitch. Whenever that information is available to you, your follow-up emails should always demonstrate that you've applied their feedback. If you haven't made any changes, within reason of course, then keep your prospects up to date on how you're going about making those changes in the meantime so you can serve them better. The art of following up is typically asking one of three questions in a strategic way. When you're following up, you're asking your prospect, since our last conversation, have you one, changed your mind, two, have your needs changed, or three, is there a new opportunity for me to work with you? Following up is not simply re-offering the same thing to that client when they told you that they already didn't need or want it. The more you focus on creative ways to ask one of these three questions, the better positioned you will be to turn your no into a yes over time. And speaking of positioning, that brings me to the third and final critical mistake, positioning your service as nice to have and not need to have. I'm going to say that again, just in case you missed it. The third mistake is positioning your service as nice to have instead of need to have. It means that you haven't done an adequate amount of research to make sure that the solution you're offering to your prospect is to a problem that they're currently having right now and that it's a problem that they're aware of. It's kind of like going up to them and saying, well, if you have some extra money laying around, why not spend it on me? And as we know, corporations are in the business of making money, not wasting it. You as the expert understand how your service can benefit your prospects, meaning it's not only your job to educate them on why they need your services, but also why they need it now. One of the easiest ways to position your service as necessary instead of just nice is to tie the outcome of your service to one of the objectives the company is currently pursuing. Rather than having to convince them of how your service can help their business, you approach the conversation prepared with the knowledge that they're already trying to accomplish a specific goal, and you present your service as a way to complement their current efforts and to achieve their goal faster or by spending less money or resources. Doing quality research on your prospects and their objectives before you pitch them is one of the best ways to position your business as a necessary service and to open the door to conversation. When you catch and correct all three of these critical mistakes, you'll notice a significant improvement in your ability to get responses, land meetings, and close contracts. The earlier you're able to implement these strategies, the better able you'll be to train others in your business to operate just as efficiently as your team grows. So let's recap our discussion today. We first talked about the fact that pitching for corporate contracts and opportunities for your business is creating focus on what you want for your business and then actively pursuing it. You're aiming before you fire so that you're using your resources as efficiently as possible. 
we then discussed three critical mistakes that might be the reasons why your pitch keeps ending up with no response or just a flat out no. Mistake number one was not asking for feedback. Mistake number two was not following up with your prospects. And mistake number three was positioning your service as nice to have instead of need to have. Making simple changes in your pitching strategy based on what we discussed today can be the difference between crickets or coins for your business. I would love to know what you thought about today's conversation. So head over to our Instagram page at RJ Connell Consulting and join the conversation in our stories or on our feed and share your thoughts. Friend, if you're tired of the feast then famine cycle of clients in your business, and if you're ready to finally add or grow the corporate client side, then I would love to tell you more about the Systems at Scale experience. Click the link in the show notes or head over to rjcconsulting.com forward slash STS to learn more about the program. And if you're listening and you're currently in the process of building your sales team, or if you're in need of corporate sales training for your company, head over to rjcconsulting.com and contact us for more information on our corporate solutions. Friend, I am so grateful to have spent this time here with you today. And next week, we'll be diving into how to align your services with the six most common corporate objectives. These are the topics that are rarely ever discussed on podcast, which is why I'm making sure that this can be your go-to spot for all things serving corporate clients. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you'll be notified as soon as a new episode drops. And until then, I wish you coins, confidence, and all the bags. Bye for now. Bye for now.